Hello, and welcome to the Tarot to Go radio podcast. I'm Anastasia. With me tonight, Rose Red. Hello. And Andrew. And um, Artemis is not able to join us this evening. It's his birthday, and he is out to dinner with his wife. I think it's a lovely thing. We miss him, but happy birthday, Artemis. Happy birthday, Artemis. Hopefully Indeed, happy, birthday time. Time. happy birthday, Artemis. And our special guest, as you just heard, is the fabulous one and only Falasa. Welcome, Falasa, founder of the Daughters of Divination, producer of the San Francisco Bay Area Tarot Symposium, um, queen and, of bats. And um, all around great gal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and just one heck of a gal. So we're delighted that you joined us tonight, Falasa, and we're really looking forward to hearing all about the San Francisco Bay Area Tarot Symposium. And, um, we have just a couple of exciting new, interesting things that we'd like to talk about first, mm -hmm. and then we'll let you monopolize the conversation. If that's okay. Oh, I'm always delighted to monopolize the conversation. <laughs> you do it so charmingly. <laughs> um, so tonight, um, just by coincidence, we happen to have a couple of items for review um, that happen to be tied to speakers who will be appearing at San Francisco Bay Area Tarot Symposium. Indeed. Um, I was able to find a book called The Witch's Craft by Raven Gramassi. Yay, Raven. Who is, Yay. And he is going to be speaking at uh, BATS, but also this book he just put out, um, it's called The Witch's Craft, I already said that, uh, Roots of Witchcraft and Magical Transformation, and it's a Willowelling Worldwide Publishing. It has a lot to do with how to get involved in the craft and things that you draw you to it. Uh, it talks about rituals and elements and the four quarters and how to call those sort of things. And it gives you a little bit more detail on where things started, if you don't know, for some history. It also gives you some of his history mm -hmm. of where he decided to and how he took it up. In fact, there's a picture um, of Giovanni Oh, I'm not going to ruin this name, so I'm going to say it. It's Giovanni Rochino. Thank you. You're welcome. Which is one of his relatives uh -huh. who um, was doing this in Naples. Mm. And it's from 1932. Wow, and the they're picture. wearing great suits. Yes, they I are. was just going to comment, you know, this is a, a book of, of Wiccan and witchcraft, and yet they're not dressed in uh, what one might conceive as, as witchcraft clothing and, and such. No, it's very much nice suits and Sunday, hats. Sunday, go to eating clothes. Yep. Yep, that's exactly the point. Um, <laughs> you don't, ex you know, in this place, you don't expect. clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, maybe I, not in Naples. Uh, maybe not in Naples. <laughs> But again, they, they, they focus on the fact that they studied the old religion, mm -hmm. and they didn't make, it wasn't about Garnerian, it wasn't about Wicca, it was the old religion. That's oh. it. It wasn't separate. You still went to church, but this is something you also did. So I think that was kind of a nifty way to introduce it to me. Mm -hmm. But again, it goes through a lot of different uh, basics for mm -hmm. anybody who's just starting out mm -hmm. and wants a little bit of information. It's got a, you know pictures to go with on, well, what, what is a cauldron? What does it look like? <laughs> I know it sounds silly to some of us, but you know, well, what what can a basic cauldron look like, and what is it for? Right. And it gives you a little bit of description about that. And it also goes into different colors and what they mean. And I just thought it was a really neat beginner book, if you will. Great. And you know, it's always entertaining to have Raven write. <laughs> it's a good book to read. Now, if you've never been uh, fortunate enough to attend one of his workshops, he is highly entertaining, but conveys a vast amount of information all at the same time. And this way you can go slow and at your own pace mm -hmm. with all the information that he gives you. <laughs> so that's kind of nice. And you can go, okay, now let me go back and reread that versus rewind that tape, because you can't do that <laughs> when he talks. So I would highly recommend bringing a cassette tape to record him. He's that entertaining. 
Now, would you characterize uh, this as just informative, or are there like work lessons, uh, experiments to perform, uh, things well, to try? I mean, is it like a workbook in that here, try this, don't try this, or is it, it pretty is much purely informational? It's not just informational, mm -hmm. to be honest. It does give you some basic ideas of stuff to start with. Um, it kind of encourages you to take your own ideas and run with them. Um, but it does give you a little bit of, well, this is what I've done kind of stuff. Um, and what you can do, like, for example, I just opened the book to working with magic mirrors. And it gives you a specific of what you can do and what you can say while holding your hand over, palms down. You can say, I awaken the sleeping spirit of old whose eyes reveal all that is that in darkness is told. Give to me visions within this dark well and make this portal of magic spell. Hmm. And then it gives you help with visualizations, for example. That would be one way to do it. But it, it's, it's very formative, and it gives you also, you know, in, in, if you decide that this is what you want to do, it gives you principles, it gives you how to, you know, write your own book of shadow, um, which is where you record different rituals that you make for yourself. Um, and it tells you a little bit about how you can do this traditionally with a group or solitarily. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of nice. Well, it also sounds like it could be something helpful um, if you your your particular brand of tarot is one that uses rituals um, or invocations to sort of get yourself in the mood. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like there's some interesting techniques and um, practical suggestions in there that you could incorporate into one's tarot practice. Yes, it does. And there is actually a little bit of section, a small section, on using the tarot. Mm -hmm. And Raven did put out his own tarot deck, but it's not really a tarot deck right. called The Well-Worn Path. Mm -hmm. And it incorporates the different aspects of being on the path to what you want, religiously speaking. Right. And incorporates those two aspects together. Mm -hmm. And actually, we talked about that um, the first time we had Zalasa on as a guest. Oh, indeed. We yes. had a strange sense of deja vu. <laughs> <laughs> I have been here before, and yet I am someplace new. Um, yeah. So, well, cool. Thank you for bringing that in, Rose. That's really nifty. Well, you can pick this up at, you know, local bookstores everywhere. Fields is one of my favorites. Yay, Fields Books. So... At fieldsbooks.com, yes. Yes. Um, so great. Well, thank you. Uh, tonight I have hot off the press and fresh out of a box. Speaking of Fields Books, it just arrived at Fields yesterday. It's the Llewellyn 2008 Tarot Reader. Oh, neat. Ooh, ah. Mm. Um, with a lovely, um, lovely kind of goldish cover on the front. And just by coincidence, oh my goodness, there are two articles by Thalassa in here. <laughs> Only the unwashed refer to it as coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I planned this, but um, I know. I, I thought, I thought it, oh, I'm sorry, dear. It's, it's, but I thought ahead. I thought this would be really nifty. Um, so, of course, since I just got it, um, I, I, of course, spent my entire day at work working away uh, diligently. Uh, actually, no, I've been sitting around reading the tarot reader all day. And plus, I noticed that this year uh, you get top billing. You're the first article in, which I think is very cool. And um, it's called Out of the Box, and it's about getting your first deck or getting a new deck and dealing with it. And um, it is full of Thalassa's fabulous wit, wit and wisdom. Um, so. Thoughts that when you write stuff like this, does it just kind of like spill out of your head and you type it up and send it off to them, or do you do you have to like slave over this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or would you prefer not to answer yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, all of those. Ah, okay, both. No, actually, um, um, I like to write, and I 
think I do a fairly competent job, but getting me to actually put my fingers on the keyboard, <laughs> boy, you know, I, I, I think that I think of Dorothy Parker as my patron saint. <laughs> uh, she had a similar problem, mm-hmm. but the, the the good folks at Llewellyn. Um, really gave me an impetus. I have a deadline, and, and you know, if you put a gun to my head, I do produce. And um, I didn't know they were going to lead off with me, but um, they wanted something um, a little more practical, and I said, I'm so lost at practical. Um, but I've been, <clears throat> I've been doing a lot of thinking about that in preparation for my own book, and um, doing a lot of classes, and, and kind of distilling what I did, so this was a really good um, kind of priming the pump. Of course, I did it a year ago, and then sent it in and forgot all about it, and <laughs> opened up the Tarot Reader and said, wow, that's not bad. And you know, the, 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 the wonderful thing about the, the Tarot Reader is that I'm in such excellent company. There, there are just, those, it, almost every one of the articles is really a jewel. And we've got heavy hitters and, and lesser known lights, but each person brings a, a wonderful to the Tarot puzzle, and uh, Mary Greer did some really terrific stuff this time, um, Rachel Pollack. Mm-hmm. It, it's, every year they've just been wonderful, wonderful references, and they're a treat to read, um, and, and great to, to that, that they keep well. Uh, <laughs> yes, they, do. they do not have to be put in Tupperware. <laughs> um, uh, but seriously, they're just, they're really, really great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm honored to have participated um, in them, but um, now I, I actually need to, to write for myself, and I'm not so, you know, I, I don't believe myself as an editor. I can't put a gun to my head, so <laughs> we shall see. Yes, but, um, but yeah, I, I read both pieces, because um, your thoughts on The Fool, that was very... Um, well, I, I, I hate to use the phrase thought-provoking because, you know, everything should make you think. Even if it makes you think, wow, what the heck was that about? Um, but I really liked it because it's a it's a refreshing perspective on the fool. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to tell you what it is. You just have to go out and buy one and read it for yourself. Well, actually, the, 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 that's sort of a teaser, too, because if you, if you liked what I did with the fool, um, that's pretty much where I'm coming from for each and every one of the major arcana and that will be sort of the spine of the book um, working on that because I, I, I realized that with the Tarot Architects we, you, you think of it as like a, a large luxurious ocean liner on the great sea of the unconscious Ooh. and um, there's a whole bunch of, of prevailing thought and traditions and things that have affixed themselves like barnacles to the (laughs) hold of the luxury liner. And so my job is to scrape away as many of those barnacles as possible. And so one of the things I've been doing a lot of in preparation for the book is going back to the original Tarot uses of the Tarot in Renaissance Italy, which was a sort of an art of memory thing. Um, Archetypes hadn't been invented yet, neither had Freud. Um, (laughs) The the Italian intelligentsia thought about archetypes without giving them that name. And and so when they use the cards, either as a meditation device or an art of memory device or in card playing, 
they were they were drawing on 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 these things, and so what I'm trying to get back is to to where the Turo sunk its taproot mm-hmm. and sort of get away from from the volumes of <clears throat> stuff that <laughs> that ha, ha, has been written uh-huh. um, that that sort of gets in the way. I think one of the reasons why people get kind of intimidated by Turo is there's this this incrustation of the ages and if you if you kind of buff some of that off you get back to the original wisdom mm-hmm. so that, that's that's where i'm coming from plus the fact that i've never met an icon i didn't want to class so it's like oh let's get rid of the received wisdom on this and this and this and this and this pound 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 pound, pound. yeah oh what's left oh look there's a tarot card underneath all of that Ta-da! Yeah. for my next trick <laughs> watch me put an arcana out of my ass <laughs> that trick never works yeah. no but i um i said i i spent some time this afternoon um reading through and um, a lot of really heavy stuff in this year's reader. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of times it's it's all kind of sweetness and light and welcome to the tarot and isn't it wonderful? Um, but this year it, it, it's, um, wow. Yes. <laughs> Let's see, that's The Bricks of the Tower by Elizabeth Hazel, which was um, which it was like one of the first things I, I turned to because I've been having a tower kind of year. <laughs> and um, it, it, it just, you know, some years it's just like that, right? And um, then there's Nina Lee Braden has um, two articles on tarot and death, and yeah, um, those were those were just magnificent, and yeah. and, a, and a, a topic that really needs to be dealt with in tarot because a lot of times you just get oh it's a transformation. Well, yes. But sometimes a cigar is a cigar, and some, you know that archetype exists in the tarot for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's um, actually earlier this year I was doing a reading for a woman, and um, she didn't want to tell me her question, you know, which is fine, you don't have to. And so turn over the cards and get Princess of Cups, Devil, and Death card. And she said she never had a tarot reading before, so you know I hate to explain. You know, this doesn't mean you know you're gonna die. It doesn't mean bad things. Blah blah blah. But you know, we can look at this in the context of the reading. And so we, we go on for about a minute, and she says, well, actually, three days ago, I was diagnosed with a fatal illness. It's like, oh, well, in that case, well, the death card is the death card, you know? For, for, for once, it, it, it really is just straight up no fooling. And um, so that was, that was a very, particularly for somebody having their first tarot reading, <laughs> it, it made a distinct impression on her. Well, um, also, um, there's nothing like death to remind us of life. Right. And... Um, we in America, especially, but the West, um, forget that, that 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 death is part of life. You, know, mm-hmm. you get you you get a life, but the price you pay is that you get a death. Right. And um, it was like sometimes I like to to, to say, um, yes, I I can do prediction. You will draw another breath. <laughs> but oh, that's after good. that, it's a crapshoot. <laughs> um, and. Uh, um, and I'm just that good, ladies and gentlemen. But, uh, you know, one of the things that a lot of Tarot people shy away from is the death archetype. And also, the de- not just the, the, what, what the physical ending of life, but, but the, the loss that, that's associated with death. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, one of the beauties of the Tarot is it enables you to deal with the big ticket items that life throws you. and, and uh, you know, one of the toughest things is how how to incorporate that process. 
Wow. And so that, that anybody you know, in, in Ian Lieberman is, is terrific. Um, so, I, you know, I, I read those right off the bat because that doesn't get done enough or talked about enough in Turo scholarship. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, there's also, um, you know, uh, some of the uh, some of the other art- articles um, you know, talking about how to how to contextualize the reading. I mean, this is this was this is not a beginner's edition so much. So mm-hmm. a beginner will get a, a real interesting perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're you're right. It's a it's a much more uh, serious um, sort of professional level. Um, you know, just like a, a like. A, a professional society like lawyers or doctors or something they have the, the articles in their journals tend to be more geared for people who are in practice and, mm-hmm. and are, are looking at the bigger picture and that's what what this particular tarot reader is is, is doing yeah no it's 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 been um it was a great way to spend my afternoon, and now I just need to go back and like actually do some billable work later. <laughs> <laughs> you can't bill somebody for, for reading professional journals. Uh, well, uh, I, no, I, I, I have trouble tying this into my day job somehow. <laughs> at, at least not in a way that I can really explain to my clients. But no, there is that. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so that's Llewellyn, 2008 Tarot Reader, and it is a fabulous collection of articles by some amazingly intelligent, wise people who have centuries. Of yeah. tarot experience, combined it, centuries it, of experience. Yeah, I think there's about a thousand years worth of combined experience. Yeah, and it, and and you know, it's just like, wow, I I I'd love to do workshops with all these people. So now so, you ordered your copy through what was the service again? No, um, I, it's 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 I um I did not have time to go down to Fields today because um my I, I left my copy at home. Isn't that clever? And it's like, well, I could take an hour and a half drive home and get it, or I could just bop over to Fields and get it since I'm here in San Francisco. But um, I didn't have time to go over to Fields, so, and this is so embarrassing, I'm telling myself here, um, I, I used Messenger Surface <laughs> to pick it up from Fields and bring it to me at, at my office, because I just, I didn't have time to go over there. It would have been, you know, this huge chunk out of my day. Maybe you could tap them as a sponsor. <laughs> We're all sponsors the Toronto to Go podcast. Well, it's, um, but, but, no, it's, it's, um, you know, David and, and, and Esther and Heidi and Ellen over at Fields, you know, whatever you need, they have it. If they don't have it, they'll order it and fast. And obviously um, they'll ship it to you. Yeah. Via courier, yeah, if you they, ask them. Yeah, they, 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 do, they do standard shipping if you don't want to have your own courier go over. <laughs> <laughs> well, usually I plan it because it's, it's um, my, my um, the one who does my hair is literally around the corner from Fields. And so I, I reward myself with a haircut and a trip to Fields, but that was just not going to happen today. So um, She didn't get her haircut either. Yeah, I, well, I think I knew that once it arrived, I wasn't getting anything done, so I was trying to get all my work done before it came. So that, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of workshops and things, Salasa, um, San Francisco Bay Area Tarot Symposium, Saturday, October 6th. 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the First Universalist Unitarian Center, 1187 Franklin Street, San Francisco, California. Brought to you by Thalassa and the Daughters of Divination. Yoo-hoo! Yay! And Sunday, 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 <laughs> a post-bath Chirose Salon. Woohoo! Yeah, it, it's, this is, I, I, I yielded to my, my, my 
tendency to hyperbole, and, and uh, I'm hard to believe I know. You? Um, Mistress of understatement? Um, but I, 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 on some of the, the publicity and stuff that was going on, so if you've never been to a BATS or you haven't been before, this is the BATS to go to. <laughs> but in all seriousness, it's, um, it's the, I think, one of the biggest and, and best we've, we've done. Um, we are going to have between 16 and 18 speakers um, and at least a dozen um, vendors. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's going to be pretty big and um, I better start saving my, my, my spending money now. Oh yeah, because they're my pennies. Amazing stuff. Um, but um, we're going to have a, a terrific uh, speaker roster, so several fresh new faces, both in the uh, Tarot Bazaar and on the speaker roster. And it's it's a wonderful day whether you are a grizzled, battle-hardened veteran of the, the Tarot Wars or you're a dewy-eyed newbie, um, because we, we try really hard to get a wide variety of topics and a wide variety of, of, of things to, to, so that no matter where you are in your, your Tarot studies, you'll find um, a couple of classes that can, can help you. Now, there's stuff that gets so esoteric it makes my nose bleed. But, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, a simple, I'm a simple country card reader. Um, right. no, I don't know. But um, I'm not buying that one. We we've no. got um, you know, a lot of plus. There's just the, the, the it, it creates this wonderful community for tarot enthusiasts, and and um, it's a, it, I try to structure the day so there's a lot of interest and a lot of excitement and a lot of moving around. Um, I've always objected to the the kind of event where you you sit for an hour and a half and listen to somebody talk and you get up and you wiggle your your the, your 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 ears. Your soundly sleeping butt and <laughs> plop it back down for another person sitting for an hour and a half. Um, I, I structure it so there's five workshop periods. Each is 55 minutes. Yes, it's a 55-minute hour. Um, <laughs> uh, engaged in by all the finest professions. <laughs> Why, yes. Uh, I, I steal everything I can that's not nailed down. It will work. Um, <laughs> but uh, there's, there's a lot of movement. There's a lot of, a, a lot of different things to, to look at. There's the Tarot Bazaar. There are all the there are readings. There are all the, the people that, that love Tarot and want to talk about it. And it's such a nurturing environment because people who come to the Tarot love it. And love it with a passion um, that, that that's very rare and very special, and it cuts across all belief systems: um, pagan, Wiccan, agnostic, atheist, Christian. Um, there's there's just a, a the only thing that holds the Tarot community together is the love of Tarot, and so we're going to be having a lot of the the the, the bright and shining lights too. Um, Mary Greer, of course, the, mm -hmm. the goddess of Tarot, and, <laughs> and um, you know, local people um, like uh, Allegra Prince, who de is developed uh, has developed a, a Wagner's Ring Tarot, which is um, beautiful. It uses the um, artwork of Arthur Rackham, Ooh. and it's really, really beautiful. And I think it has the ability to to, to spread Tarot 
even farther because Wagnerites are nearly as obsessed, if not more so, than Tarot people. And so, you know, so you, I, I believe in polluting as much groundwater as possible. So, you know, they, 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 they're drawn to the Tarot because, ooh, it's Wagner, and then suddenly it's Tarot. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but we, uh, uh, Jim Wanlist is coming. Uh, always, a, always a thrill. Always a, a, exciting. And um, uh, Raven and uh, Gramasi and Stephanie Taylor are coming. Uh, we've been talking about this for years, and finally, um, we we managed to make it work. And and what's especially exciting is that they they had done the well worn path, which is. Uh, a, a wonderful tool. Both a, I always thought of it as like a, a training tool as well as a divination tool mm-hmm. for Wicca, and they have now come out with a, another component of that called the um, hidden path, which is the more uh, esoteric underpinnings of Wicca. Mm-hmm. And it's a, another book and deck set, and the cards of both, the hidden and the well-worn path, work together so you can create this this wonderful continuum of uh, Wiccan study and practice and divination. So it's very, very exciting. This just It just came out only a few months ago, and so they'll be talking about that, and mm-hmm. it'll be wonderful to, to have finally lured them into the, the Belfry. Yeah, absolutely, because um, um, they were at PantheaCon and talking about, oh, this is going to come out, watch for it. And it's like, wait, you're telling me this in February, and it's not going to be available for six months? Oh, yeah. It's not there at all. <laughs> I don't like suspense. I don't like waiting. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Damn I you! To, yes, I wanted that. I wanted to know. Yeah, but no, that we're we're very excited about that. Mm-hmm. And of, um, some of what I like to call the usual suspects, uh, <laughs> the fabulous Joseph Martin, presenting. Uh, yes, I don't know what because he hasn't given me his presenter information yet. But I have no doubt that it will be fabulous and well, involve a lot of, of, of wonderful props and shiny objects. Well, <laughs> It's, of course he's not going to give it to you yet. It's not three days before the event. Um, no, 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 no. This, this year we're trying to be prepared. No, I don't know how good that, 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 that's going to work as a tactic, but we're trying. Joanna Powell Colbert, who's been working on the really beautiful guy in Tarot, is, is, uh, and is nearing completion on that. She's oh, a hurrah. magnificent artist. She's done a lot of covers for pagan books and periodicals and mm-hmm. she's been working on Tarot deck and she's going to be um, doing a, a workshop on, uh, and I believe it's about the process of her developing a deck okay. which has been a, an amazing journey for her. She will also be selling in the Tarot Bazaar. Oh, um, uh, we, um, uh, we've got a, 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 an old friend who hasn't been um, to Baths in a while, Alexandra Chinetti, the oh, creator of the Wheel of Change Tarot. Yeah. Um, she's going to be doing a, a really interesting, she's a, also an astrologer and a numerologist, and so she's going to be doing some, some interesting work like that. Her stuff is always fascinating, but mm-hmm. she just, it's, it's really hard to pry her out of her little mountain fastness and get her here. <laughs> so it, it's, it's, we're, we're really delighted to have her. Julie uh, Kuchiwatz, who created the um, Ancestral Path Tarot, um, and also her newest work, the Ma Tarot, is coming out. And she hasn't been at Bath for, gosh, about eight or nine years. Mm-hmm. So it's really exciting. And she's uh, going to be, uh, she's also going to be selling her exquisite artwork. She's a, a, a 
There, there is nothing this woman cannot do. She's a, a fine artist. She does beautiful paintings. She does needlework. She does, you know, she writes. craft, pick an art um, uh, style. She can do it. And, mm-hmm. and so she's going to be bringing a lot of beautiful stuff, and it'll be wonderful to have her there. And, and it's, it, it's just a, a terrific program. We're very excited. Um, Calixa Omphalos has developed a divination system based on the periodic table of the elements mm-hmm. um, with the elements that had been discovered um, by the early part of the 20th century. So mm-hmm. it doesn't have some of the more obscure, linear, accelerated, created elements. So, <laughs> and it's a, it's a very unique card-based system and, and, and just a wonderful tool. And, and, I'm, I'm, and she's going to be... Um, kind of unveiling it mm-hmm. um, at BAPS. And so um, we, we just, we're just having just wonderful, wonderful speakers. Um, and it, it, I'm just, I'm, re- I'm always excited about it, but this one's going to be really, really remarkable. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's, um, I also noticed, because I'm, I'm looking at the flyer here, um, you're having David Skibbets as a speaker, oh, yeah. which I think is fabulous because it's, um, his, his books, um, for, for those of you who aren't familiar, um, he writes mysteries, mystery books, um, with a tarot basis. Mm-hmm. And um, I bought them with the idea that I would take them on vacation and read them on vacation, and I actually devoured both of them on the plane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, leaving myself nothing to read for the, the rest of the eight days I was away. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're, but they were so good. They're I just, so good. They're well, extraordinarily well written. Mm-hmm. And um, what, what's wonderful is, it, and he uh, gave a talk at Ancient Ways uh, about a month or so ago, and, and um, it was kind of neat to, to listen to him talk about his process. Um, he wanted real characters, interesting characters. He didn't want the, the, the cliches and stereotypes that, that so often permeate mysteries. And he wanted death to matter so that when someone dies, in one of his mysteries, it, it has the impact that, that it would in real life. And, and I'm not a big mystery fan, and what I, I loved about his books is that I really cared about these people. I believed in their reality. When something bad happened or, or when a death occurred, even though they are murder mysteries, it mattered and it had this tremendous resonance. Mm-hmm. And I just, I love the protagonist. Um, Warren Ritter is sort of the antithesis of, of, of David Skibbons, whereas David Skibbons was a conscientious objector and, and worked uh, counseling retreats in Vietnam vets and, and has been a very responsible man, had a family. Warren Ritter was a bad boy of the, in the anarchist uh, 60s, um, escaped uh, death when the weather underground blew itself up inadvertently. Um, and he's been on the land for all these years. So he's developed a lot of interesting skills, but he hasn't developed relationships. Mm-hmm. And what he's doing with himself now is he's reading cards on Telegraph Avenue, which he refers to as the world's largest open ward. Um, <laughs> and he's right about this. And he is. And, and you can tell that, that, that 
David has lived and worked and loved in the Bay Area because he, he, he gives these wonderful, vivid details. Mm-hmm. And, they're, and, and he is a fascinating man. He, he does some of the most amazing things with um, psychology and with Tarot. And, and um, he did a, a, a wonderful speech at the Shakespeare Magic and Tarot event in April, which involved um, Sophia and the World Card and the Globe Theater and Shakespeare and the Papacy. And, and it just, he, he's a thrill to listen to. So I, I, and he's, he's going to be doing an event in, in the East Bay, mm-hmm. um, uh, a big mystery writer. I think it's a mystery writer's convention. Then he's coming running across the bay to to, to, to come to bat. So oh, we're, we're 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 really really happy to, mm-hmm. to have him. Um, yeah, it's just a, a terrific speaker roster. Um, mm-hmm. I keep looking at and going, wow. And there, there have been. Um, in fact, I'm going to be updating the website in the next day or so because, mm-hmm. uh, with the uh, with the the additional speakers that we've got. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sasha St. John is going to be, uh, who's done a lot of work with, with fairies and, and the, 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 the fairy beings. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, she's going to be speaking and... Because um, right, she did a workshop, was it last fall or the fall before? Um, my my, my memory's going. Uh, the last spring bath. Uh, okay. It, it, it's, uh, it, Which it, it's, it's, it, my memory is going. It's completely off. Um, fascinating workshop. Yeah, I, I can't even remember what yesterday was like. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, it, it's... What I like about her is that she doesn't do, oh, the fairies, the little fluffy fairies. It's like she deals with the fae are the other. And while they can be wonderfully beneficent, they're not us. Mm-hmm. And we have to re- approach them and respect them on their terms. Mm-hmm. She's, she's not a new age fluff bunny. She's a, she's a wonderful, but though she looks like a fairy herself, she's tall and slender and pale and elegant and, and, and she looks like the, you know, like a fairy princess, but she, mm-hmm. she's very practical and, and very, and, and, and you know that she's, she's not making any of this stuff up. Sometimes I read these things on fairies and go, oh, where did you get that dear? <laughs> Sasha St. John is not like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, I, I was I was so so pleased um, when uh, she was said she was able to present because I also mm-hmm. like to have things not just altero all the time but to have other other things to mm-hmm. get people to you know, they tarot people sometimes have to be seduced <laughs> into other directions and I'm I'm happy to be the seducer. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, that's probably the only. No, we won't go down that path. No, overshare, overshare. <laughs> Things the Lhasa may not actually want to share with everybody. No, 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 no. All that, and we want to try to stay PG yeah. with this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we, we, you know, it's, 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 it's. We are, um, you know, it's, it's, it's. Yeah, um, you know, I don't want to compromise our podcast reading here. Um, but um, I also noticed that um, Ellen Lorenzi Prince is on the list. Yes. And I'm delighted about that. She gives the most amazing workshops. Um, she did one a couple of years ago, and it was this guided imagery sort of thing, working with the tarot. And um, at the end of it, everybody who was in it was just almost speechless. Yeah, she's um, what I what I especially love about Ellen, and and she's working on. She works a lot with myth, but she's always been strongly drawn to the crone archetype, and she's not afraid to shy away from the dark mm-hmm. and the difficult. And a lot of times, her workshops um, 
take people into places where they're not necessarily comfortable, but where it's very healing for them to go. Mm-hmm. And um, she a lot of times does um, um, things that aren't necessarily crone-related, but, but very good for seasonal, very good for the... the, the, the as the leaves fall and we we start to prepare for the winter a lot of times she sort of gives us the tools to 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 face the the darkening of the year and um again i i i'm having to start you know pestering people to to find out what they're (laughs) they're they're talking about so i I, off the top of my head i don't know what she's doing but she she can always be relied upon to do something creative and exciting and different mm-hmm. and my understanding is that her Tarova Corona is about to be published oh, wonderful. Uh, oh, don't quote me on that but uh, well, it's a podcast so I am quoted I'm going to be tormented for, for, with this for the rest of my life well you did say soon not soon. a specific date so yeah. you know soon could be yes. tomorrow soon Thank could you. be next year you want to be my counsel Rose <laughs> sure I can do that no problem um, but it, she, I remember hearing that she was, that it was going to be published, and I don't know what happened to that, but um, she's been producing the Tarot of the Crone herself, mm-hmm. and so I think it would be wonderful if there was a way to get it more widely uh, disseminated, because it's, it's very important, important, it's very unique. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of um, we don't need another way back. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people doing the same thing, and and that's that's wonderful. But you know, the tarot is this tremendous tool that has that that is only limited by the creativity of the people working with it. So I'm always interested in the people who take it in, in new and different directions, and Ellen is one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of like Jim Wanless creating Voyager. I mean, back, um, back in the Atlantic <laughs> when I was no, uh, uh, when when Jim came up with his Voyager, Tarot was pretty limited. And I think that a lot of the the the, the, the shattering of the forms and the freeing up of, of what you can do with a Tarot deck, you can trace. To what what Jim did with the Voyager and before him Crowley with the Thoth, mm-hmm. and there's there's sort of a you know that iconoclastic shake up the bottle, see where we go from it, and and so you know, I, people who take the Tarot in different directions, even though I don't agree with it, or even if I don't understand it, <laughs> it's like okay, that's different, and and and, and, and it's, it's something that's going to to, to open up another door, mm-hmm. um, and. So it, it's, it's one, that's why I have things like, why I'm always ha- delighted to have people like Ellen or Allegra mm-hmm. or, or Calixa, you know, who are doing, do, it's, it's an infinite universe. Our, our modern life, for all of the choices and all of the, the groovy, shiny toys we have, our lives are almost becoming more constrained. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have to keep blasting holes in, in, in what the, in the boxes that are constraining us. And the Tarot is a great tool for that. And the people who are working with it, especially the people who come to baths, um, are helping expand those parameters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, so again, looking at the flyer, and you mentioned that um, on Sunday there will be a post-baths salon. Why, yes. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? No. Oh, okay. Well, never mind then. Thank you. It's been great. No. Uh, <laughs> can, can you at least tell us maybe where it's going to be? Um, That's what, a secret. What, 
I I wanted to um well as the 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 flyer so so pithily puts it keep the tarot glow a going <laughs> um, but I wanted to I didn't want to do a, a, a like a, a multi day event. Um, but I thought enough people were, were keen to, to, to keep doing things and, and, and maybe stay a little longer. And so this is a kind of informal way to kind of expand the, the, the wonderful things that you learned and the connections you made on Saturday in a more relaxed and informal setting. Mm -hmm. um, we, it'll be at the Cathedral Hill Hotel. Mm -hmm. You'll have and cookies and bickies and, and, and coffee and stuff and we'll sit around. We'll start with a panel discussion um, where many of the people who presented at the, the symposium will talk about um, some things I will tell them to talk about. And <laughs> as soon as you decide on what they're going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Which may be Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's see Salasa pull a topic out of her hat. <laughs> That trick never works. No. Um, uh, and then we'll open it up because uh, a lot of people have games and techniques and interactive things they want to share. And so the the bulk of the day will be people doing all these kind of wonderful interactive things. And um, uh, we'll be very uh, honored. Uh, Pamela Eakins and her mother, who developed the Tarot of the Spirit, which is about to be republished, um, couldn't make it for bats, um, hasn't been to bats in years, we just couldn't get the schedule to work, but she can do the, um, the uh, salon, so she'll be oh. doing a, a, a Tarot of the Spirit presentation, too. Oh, wonderful. Um, and so it'll be a wonderful way. My, the, the way I always envisioned the weekend is that you come in and you, you go through this, this day-long thing at bats, and then hopefully... You, know, you go out to dinner with some your new friends or, or whatever, and then on Sunday you reconnect and you you, you sort of have a, a less formal, um, more relaxing day, and then you go forth energized and soothed and slightly <laughs> dizzy. Uh, so I'm I'm really excited about this. We we did it um, two years ago and it was wonderful. And last year I I just couldn't pull it together. And so what I'd really like it to do going forward now that we've got a, a fixed weekend mm -hmm. um, that's not competing with us anything is to have the baths on Saturday and the salon on Sunday. Mm -hmm. The only thing um, I just discovered today is that it's Fleet Week. So I envision oh. maybe as a homework <laughs> assignment going out, because there'll be thousands of sailors and those that love them. And I thought, you know, everybody go out there and, and, and read those boys and girls cards. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, you know what that means is... Um, blue Angels, yeah. Uh, well, Blue Angels, yeah. Blue Angels rock, um, unless you don't like them. Um, I, I them. think, you know, it's like one of the better uses of my tax dollars, frankly. Yeah, that's about the only thing I can really say, wow, that that's cool. Yeah. Um, but also it's... Um, Usually, um, one of the French Navy ships um, docks, and the French sailors are wandering around, and they have the cutest uniforms of oh, any do. of the visiting navies. 
they have these little berets and um, the little with a little yeah they have little white berets with a blue band and a little red pom pom on top and well, it they're is just, the cutest they're adorable and, and they're and they're they're charming I speak from experience in my youth <laughs> <laughs> I mean, last week 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 when I was younger along the phone yeah <laughs> yeah no it's it's um well, well you know it's um at least you're not competing with a million and one Halloween or Salmon events yeah and yeah, that was the uh, idea and um you know, it's 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 or you know various and sundry historical reenactment things or anything else. Yeah. Um, no, I'm very. I, I, that was what uh, fueled moving it to earlier in October. And mm -hmm. um, years ago, when I was at Fort Mason, um, Fleet Week was a problem. So <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, that would be a serious a issue. Problem, yeah. On the other hand, I did get to see the stealth bomber, which has Ooh. got to be the strangest thing I've ever seen. It just it's a, it proof positive that um, the aliens did land at Rockwell <laughs> and sell their technology to us. Um, that, that we're not far from flying saucers ourselves. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. it, just, it didn't look, it didn't sound like any, it didn't make a noise, mm -hmm. but it, it sort of looked like somebody had cut out a piece of black cardboard and, and pasted it to the sky. Uh -huh. I thought, wow, that's great. I'm, I'm not exactly happy about having the Blue Angels flying over my Turo <laughs> Symposium. There goes the guided meditation right out the door. Yeah. Um, but, other than that, but I did get to see the stealth bomber. But mm -hmm. I figure we'll be sufficiently away from the, the bay that it shouldn't be too much of a problem. Yeah, and also, you know, the walls of the Unitarian Center are pretty, pretty thick. thick. Yeah. You know, it's, it's noise is not generally an issue there. No, no. Um, it's so. such a great space. It's, 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 it is a wonderful location. Yeah, and, the, and I, I can't speak highly enough about the Unitarians. Um, they're, they're so welcoming and so supportive, and um, a lot of times the, their folks come to these events because they're, they're such open, questioning, accepting people. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I just, I always, I always like to, to give them a plug because mm -hmm. they, they, they've been very, very good to us. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, well, great. Well, it sounds like it's going to be a fabulous tarot-filled weekend. It really is. I, I, I'm very, very excited. I, I mean, I, I keep trying to make it bigger and better every year, and and now it's 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 like wow, it is. Oh, <laughs> it's only it's gigantic. Bigger and better than ever. Yeah, and I'm just gonna have to figure out how to divide myself into three so I can go to all the workshops simultaneously, right? Yeah, you know, that that is part of the problem. <laughs> and, and, and years ago, when I first started doing that, somebody came up to me just trembling in indignation that that she had to make choices. And I said, well, life's about choices. Yeah. Um, you know, this this way, you know, if you if you're you're not interested in something. You'll you'll find something else to be interested in, you know, as, as opposed to just sitting there, the, a prisoner of, of whoever is in front of you for, <laughs> for for six hours or however long this right. thing. Is. Yeah. So, no, it, 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 it's it's going to be wonderful. I can't. I I always am excited to to see who who can who can make it because scheduling is so hard. Mm -hmm. Um, and to have a some of the folks that haven't been here in a while and and some people who have are brand spanking new. In fact, um, just just confirmed um, Sue Wilhite, who Ooh. wrote 21 Templates That yes. Run Your World, oh, is too. going to be doing a, pre uh, a presentation. It's a, a charming little book that she wrote to be accessible to non-Jero people, but 
she uses the Voyager deck, and it's a it's kind of a neat little brisk little handbook. And mm-hmm. so she she just signed on the past few days. Great, wonderful. That that's that's definitely something to look forward to because yeah. it, it's um, so I've, I've glanced through a book. I haven't sat down and worked through it because you know life happens. Uh, yeah. Um, but I love her ideas and her thinking, and it's such a great approach. Yeah. So congratulations on on getting her to agree to appear. Well, I think. Um, that, that, that's partially Jim Wanless's fault. I can't take credit <laughs> well, you know, entirely. Hey, you know, prevail, hey, if you can't prevail upon your friends to do you favors, who that's can you true. prevail upon? That's yeah. true. There you go. That's um, true. So great. Well, I, I, I'm looking forward to this, and, and it's exactly a month away. Exactly a month away. Actually, yes. 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 Thank, you. Thank you for, for reminding me. I'm sorry. That, that, wasn't, that wasn't supposed to create stress. It was supposed to create excitement in oh. our listeners that it's only a month away. They said they had best buy their tickets now. Well, and yes. If they were interested in buying tickets, how would they go about doing that, Velasco? Well, on the website, um, it has um, my, my address because I'm in the process of, of shifting bank accounts and have to set up a new PayPal account. I'm hoping to have a, a new PayPal account set up in a couple of weeks, but mm-hmm. I, I just, um, the best way now is to um, go on the website, um, get my get my mailing address, mm-hmm. and um, you'll forgive me if I don't want to no, broadcast it. No, no, um, that's fine. It's, it's, um, and, besides, uh, you should check out the website. It's undergoing a redesign, and it's mm-hmm. looking pretty groovy. Yes, it, well, it, it, it's pink. Um, yeah, <laughs> that, that is. That, that's, the, that's the biggest thrill so far, and we've added some graphics, and um, uh, we've uh, changed some of our uh, how to communicate with us that has uh, so far not going to defeated the, the forces of spammy darkness. Um, but um, the pre-registration rate will expire on September 21st. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so get hopping. Buy, buy your buy your tickets now. Buy them early. Buy them often. Uh, buy them for your friends. Buy them for your friends. Buy them for people you don't know. Yes. Um, Everyone needs to come to this. Yes. <laughs> Put them in people's Christmas stockings and make Christmas come early this year. <laughs> yeah. Buy tickets and give them to random strangers on, on BART or the bus or something and see what happens. I, I'd like that. That, yeah. that sort of reinforces my idea of, of distributing churro cards in random places. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that, that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> Well, great. Well, thank you so much, Floss. I really appreciate your time tonight. And uh, you've had a very long day at work, so I appreciate you uh, hanging out late and chatting with us. I do. Re- I did remember one thing, though. Oh? What's the website? <gasps> Why, what is it? See, what is I'll the take website? it for granted. What is the website, Thalassa? www.daughtersofdivination.com. Yes. Yep. And if you don't know how to spell daughters or divination... There are dictionaries in the world. Yes, Google it first. Or Google it. Actually, just Google it. It'll yeah. take you right to that. Or you can Google San Francisco Bay Area Tourist Symposium yes. and then go there. Mm-hmm. No spelling required. required. Yes. There you go. No literacy required. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it great? Okay. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. And I think we're going to say goodnight now. All right. It's, it's, we've, we've, we've kept you up. Um, and, it's a turning uh, orange and pumpkin Oh, dear. That, that's always that's awkward. Not good. We don't want pumpkins. So thanks so much for your time, and thanks for giving us this great sneak preview. Um, we'll definitely be there. <laughs> definitely. Exciting and ready to go. Yes. Well, thank you. It's always a pleasure. Yes. And um, we will see you at BATS, if not before. 
Hooray. Great. And thank to you. Every, oh, thank you. And to everybody that's at mm -hmm. home, thank you. Be sure to visit DaughtersDivination.com. Find out all about the San Francisco Bay Area Tarot Symposium, Saturday, October 6th. You want to be there. Yeah. If you're not there, you're going to miss out on seeing wonderful speakers. So please come. <laughs> yes. <laughs> as well as seeing the wonderful Thalassa in person, Woo! not just on the air. Yeah. So great. Well, thank you all so much. And until next episode, bye. Good night. Bye. Good night. <laughs>